This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 26 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Equine Love 101 and Uncle Jimmy's Squeezy Buns. Thank you to SiteLogic Marketing for their support. Give your website some support at the Webmanship Clinic on March the 2nd. Visit webmanshipclinic.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn the Geek And I am Helena B And this is the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Happy Valentine's Day, Helena Thank you. Same to you. I this know. This is one of my favorite holidays. Yes, and this is so much fun. We we actually, when we were in Talking Equine, well, was that almost two years ago? It probably was two years ago. Mm-hmm. We did a Valentine show. We called it the we called it uh, like Equine Love One Hundred and One or something strange. And oh, dating one hundred and one. Dating one hundred and one. That's right. Equine dating one hundred and one. Well, there we go. And we're going to do the same kind of show again. We it's we we had so much fun when we did it before. We decided we're going to make it an annual thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it should be a lot of fun today. And I want to pr- prompt the next week's show too. Next week we're following up with dating one hundred and one. This week, equine dating one hundred and one. With our next week's show is going to be the horse husbands show. <laughs> we, and my husband is going to participate. Oh, is he? Yeah. Ah, okay. I hadn't got confirmation on that. Great. That's super. Yeah. We yeah. have like four or five horse husbands lined up to all be on at the same time. This is sort of going to be a roundtable forum show to see if I can break all my equipment. <laughs> and it's just going to be horse husbands. No women allowed. Helena's not going to be here. Uh, it's just going to be us sitting around talking about what it's like to be horse husbands. Well, he said, you know, Peter said that it was, that was a little sexist, you know. He said, well, what about the guys who are in the, uh, you know, who are into riding and horses? I said, oh, that's a whole nother show. That is a whole nother show. And then the next week, we're going to, it's going to be the horse women sitting around talk. I won't be here. It'll be the horse women sitting around talking about horse husbands. So there'll be fair play. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think they should be a lot of fun. It, It should be interesting. We got some great guys lined up for next week so (laughs) the thing we have to keep in mind is our spouses will probably listen to this one so well just that we have to be keep i i have to keep in mind what i say is what i'm trying to say what do you mean mean, what do you mean you might you might piss your wife off that's right exactly right that's right (laughs) (laughs) the week after valentine's day i know well then you know it's fair game you just have to be nice up until saturday that's right after that Large bouquet of flowers. Today we have, what do we have today? Today we have planned, we actually have the president of, uh, and the founder of equestriansingles.com. We've actually talked to her before on that show we did a couple years ago, and she was great. It was a lot of fun. And then she, we also have on with us a couple that met and got married on equestriansingles.com. That's fabulous. And and they're still together apparently. So uh and they're they're still active with equestrian singles. I have to ask about that if they actually take their ads down after they get married. But um 
it's a great site. It's it's a very popular site. <laughs> so we're we're thrilled to have them on, and also. We're thrilled to have on with us for a few minutes. You have not talked to this guy yet, but you will love this. And we thought it'd be fitting for the Valentine's episode to have something to have one of the characters of the horse world, and I mean a man that is known for his very popular hanging balls. And that's right, we're having Uncle Jimmy of Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls on with us today. What 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 are Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls? It is one of the most popular horse treats in America. Oh, thank you, God. Yes. <laughs> They actually, I worked for a couple of major real ta- real uh, retailers, and these were one of the most popular horse treats out there. Were Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls, and I met Uncle Jimmy. There actually is Uncle Jimmy, and I met him at one of the trade shows. And he is a riot. He's an airline pilot. Where's this big cowboy hat? He's the one that flies you around on American Airlines. So. We're going to have him on today. He is just a riot. So we thought we'd end the show with that. So you have to stick around for that. It'll be a lot okay. of fun. This is why I love to do these radio shows. You learn so much. <laughs> I'd never heard of Uncle Jimmy or his hanging balls before, but my life is going to be so much richer now that it I have. It will be. Now that you've met Jimmy, it will be. Trust me. And he's got new products he's going to talk about, so you can only imagine. Good, good. That'll be fun. But before we get to that, I just want to – we want to get on for a couple minutes somebody – uh, that's a friend of ours, and we want to congratulate her. Over the past decade, the United States Equestrian Federation has given out what's called a Pegasus Award, and it's for media excellence. Uh, and it's on an array of uh, things from journalists to photographers to publications, things like that. Well, as time progressed through the years, they came up with some new categories. And one of the new categories is basically for the world of new media or media. So that's audio and video. And the winner of 2008 was Horse Girls TV episode Inside Steuben, North America. And Horse Girl TV is, is done by a friend of ours by the name of Angela Walkup. And Angela basically was noted for its quality and positive educational value. And she does a great video podcast that comes out twice a month. And she was really the leader in this about a, a year ago. Really, she is about the only one doing it like she's doing it. So we wanted to get Angela on and congratulate her. And this was for, she won the, um, the Pegasus Award for this particular episode of Horse Girl TV? Correct, for 2008. Okay. And she the was inside. just awarded it at the USEF uh, National Meeting. Oh, great. So let's say hi to Angela. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? All right. We're glad to finally have you on the show. We've been trying to hook up with you for quite a while, but you've been busy doing stuff. Ah, you guys know how it goes. You do the same thing. Yeah, well, we weren't winning awards. By the way, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Now, did you have any idea that was coming? Um, I have to say I was really shocked um, but honored at the same time when I got the email from USCF that we've been selected. So it was kind of shocking, but I was very happy about it. Great. Now, do, were you nominated? Is that how it works? Yeah, they, I believe they do nominations for, I believe, all of those Pegasus Awards. Right. And you got it for the media, uh, like New Media or Media Award? Best Broadcast Media for 2008. So, um, yeah, everything in broadcast media. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's pretty good. (laughs) I mean, we're big fans of Horse Girl TV to begin with, you know, but Glenn and I are kind of living in a bubble. So we (laughs) – but you've got some really good stuff there. So it's really, really nice for you to be recognized this way by the greater – well, you know, the powers that be. 
I must say I felt like we had arrived at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. After all that hard work and money and everything that you've gone through. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. No, it was very, very cool. Now, how long has Horse Girl TV been on uh, online? We launched our first um, webisode on May 1st, 2007. Okay, so it, it's been, wow, you're going on two years. Yeah, and we've launched, ever since we launched um, in May, we have launched episodes um, regularly on the 1st and the 15th of every month. So we're semi-monthly right now. And you haven't missed an episode. We have not missed an episode. You've been very it's good been... about it. So now you won <laughs> specifically for one episode. Is that how they do it? Yes. yes. Okay. We, um, it was specifically for... Um, the episode that we called Inside Steuben, North America, where I got to meet the president, um, Jim Ehrman, of yep. Steuben, North America in Troy, Virginia, yep. and got to actually see the inside of their amazing old barn that yep. is their office Yes, and um, talk with them. So, yeah. And they're a lot of fun. I, I know all those guys, and they are a lot of fun. Oh, my what God, do you think Jim was, was so cool. What do you think was different about this particular episode that made it stand out among the many other fabulous episodes you do? What do you think the USCEF recognized in this one? Well, I think with this one, it was educational um, and entertaining, which is what we go for with everything. But I think um, with Steuben and talking about saddles and, you know, we sort of, I hope, demystified a little bit of saddle fit and that you don't have to run out and spend $5,000 on a custom saddle and have your horses back measured in all these different ways. You just need to find the combination of, you know, it is possible to find the combination of a stock saddle um, put together that will fit you and your horse. Um, and not to mention just the back, mere background that we had shooting um, at Steuben, North America, at their location was, you know, was a pretty ideal um, shooting location. Yeah. Well, that's great. And now, what do you have planned? What's coming up with uh, Horse Girl TV? Is there any new? Ex- you're going to keep doing the the semi monthly. We're going to keep doing the semi monthly. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep doing the first and the fifteenth with our regular webisodes. Um, we just bought a farm and they're working on that development. And once we get a little bit more set up out here, then we're going to start, I'm going to start, um, Horse Girl TV Minute, which is just kind of like little short things, um, how to's very, very simple, straight to the point, sometimes basic, sometimes advanced tips, um, that are generic to the horse world. Of course, my discipline's dressage, but we're going to try to stay as true to general horsemanship and general riding as possible. And you, you said a minute. Are you really going to try and keep it to a minute? Yeah, I'm going to try. It's good you talk fast. Helena <laughs> <laughs> and I can't it's... even say hi in a minute. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we really are going to try just um, to be very straight to the point. It's not going to be um, to the traditional webisodes as much as mainly just trying to convey information still right. in the Horse Girl TV fashion of educational and fun, but um, be a little bit more to the point. And so we're hoping to launch that by Q3 this year. See, Helena, this is why we did audio. That whole video thing, you have to worry about how t- much time you take, and we can just blabber on. Yeah, yeah. You can, can you... do it in your pajamas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to let you do that in front of the camera stuff. Okay. <laughs> and you have to look good, too. Yeah, but, see, that's so, the other you know, thing. She's I got a leg yeah. up on us. Well, you'd be okay. Uh, I've got remember. a good editor. It's okay. He, he 
photoshops me or something. (laughs) Well, Angela, congratulations again. It's great. We're going to have you on sometime as a co-host. One of these episodes we do on dressage, we'll have to have you on. That would be fabulous. I love that. Congrats to all the new different shows you guys have going on. This is very cool. Yeah, we're we're keeping busy over here. (laughs) I could only imagine. But uh, all right, great. Well, we have to get on with our love episode here, being that it's Valentine's. So (laughs) we love it's the love episode. (laughs) So with that, we'll we'll see you later, Angela. Congratulations again. Take care. Awesome. Thanks for having me on your show. All right. Bye. Bye. Pleasure. Well, Angela, it's very nice. You have never talked to her before, have you, Elena? No, no. I've only gone to visit her web webisodes. Yeah, and you can find TV. those at horsegirltv.com, and it's just like it sounds, horsegirltv.com. And she does, I recommend everybody go check them out. You don't have to take much time. It's only about 10 minutes a month because she does two, like, five-minute episodes. So uh, check her out. She's a lot of fun. And speaking of websites, does your website have issues? Maybe your customers do an emergency dismount from your shopping cart? Or your website is as elusive as the search in the search engines as that hard-to-catch mayor in the pasture. <laughs> I've never had one of those. Um, <laughs> come to the Webmanship Clinic on March 2nd and learn how to easily and inexpensively market your equestrian business online. Visit webmanshipclinic.com and register today. To learn more about it, you can take a listen to our episode 22 of the Stable Scoop Show when we head on with us Matt Bailey of SiteLogic Marketing. Matt's a very well-known and respected speaker and consultant on the subject of search engine optimization. And with the economy the way it is now, now is the time to concentrate on marketing your equine business. Marketing's the last thing you want to give up. So now's the time to really concentrate on that. So you can visit webmanshipclinic.com and learn more today. And I wanted to tell you, Helena, that I just spoke to Jackie, who, who's helping out over there for the Webmanship Clinic, yep. and who's been a co-host here on the show. And she said they've gotten a lot of response from all over the country in the last week or two. Fabulous. So, so that's coming together for them very nicely. And they, they have some people that run some big equestrian websites. All right, and we're very excited to go into the next segment, and we want to get our next guest on right away. She's the president and founder of the very popular and famous EquestrianSingles.com. Marsha Zwilling uh, has started it. She started it years ago. EquestrianSingles.com has been a phenomenon since it started. Uh, We've actually had her on the Talking Equine show, I think it's two years ago now, but she's been on much more famous places like Oprah and NBC News and Entrepreneur Magazine and many more. Welcome, Marsha. Thank you. Wow, what an introduction. I'm (laughs) flattered. And now you can add Stable Scoop to your list of uh, media outlets. (laughs) Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, Marsha, we had so much fun having you on a couple years ago and talking about Equestrian Singles. And when we had you on, you had just gotten done with the Oprah show. Oh, so I was still on cloud nine then. (laughs) You were flying high. You were really were. And it was so much fun at that time to hear about that. Well, before we go too much further, let's just get the Reader's Digest version of the history of Equestrian Singles. Just a short version. And I want to talk more about the future than the history, but... Well, about seven and a half years ago, I was on a trail ride, and I got the idea. And from the moment I got the idea for it, I just knew it was going to be a success. And I got together with a riding buddy of mine, Jan Merkin, and together we became business partners. And Jan's idea was always to make it more of an online community rather than just a single site. And we launched it in 2001. 
and it just took off. We were really the first ones to do a site like that. And, um, you know, it really became a community, and it became evident it was a community when one of the members in the chat room, her house caught fire and burned down, and members from around the country got together and helped her move and sent gift cards from Walmart. And that was the first indication, like, wow, this is really a community. It, it, you know, it, it really has surpassed our expectations. Well, now, the and it really has, I think one of the things about it that's so neat is it really truly has become a community just like your, your partner wanted it to be. Exactly, exactly. And now, you know, basically we have a, on our message board, we have member get-togethers um, as a category, and members create their own gatherings at all the major events around the country. For example, you know, the Western States Expo, the Houston Rodeo, the uh, Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. And so anytime there's a big equestrian event, you can bet that members are organizing their own little gathering. And they all wear little golden horseshoe pins so they can recognize each other at the events. Oh, that's great. And this year, we always have a big party in Las Vegas for the NFR, and this year, we had about 250 people from around the country and Canada show up for the party. So that was a huge success. Wow. That's great. <laughs> you also have, I see that um, on the message boards, there's a category for relief and rescue efforts and, and evacuations. Has that proven to be um, that? Yeah, that is really what we're most proud of. I mean, of course, all the success stories, marriages and babies born, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> but when when... You know, our members pull together to help others in a disaster. That is, you know, just makes me really proud. After Katrina hit, we raised enough money for two semi-loads of hay within 48 hours, and I accompanied the first uh, load of hay to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And, you know, during the wildfires, people... Uh, post, I need help evacuating my horses, or, you know, other members post, I have room for 20 horses if you need to evacuate. So that has really been very, very helpful, and you don't have to be a premium member or anything to post in that category. We just really want to open it up to be a public service in the event of a disaster where horses are related. Well, now I know uh, we talked to you a couple of years ago. What, can, can I ask what your stats are now? Is it continuing to grow? Yes, we have about 85,000 members worldwide, and um, we're still pretty steady at about 11 million page views a month. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't, re- doesn't know anything about page views, that's huge. Not counting when I was on Oprah. Then it probably quadrupled, and yeah. actually the site went down for about five minutes. There were so many people searching. Well, I'll tell you what, that's a huge number of page views for, for an equestrian site. Right. It's here. Yeah. Well, now, tell us a little bit, because this is our Valentine's episode. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the the dating aspect of it. Is it like a, like a, like a normal dating site would be? Or I, I, I think it's exactly like a normal dating site. The only difference is, is once members meet and get married, they really stay involved in the community. Um, you know, because they make so many friends along the way that they just don't want to ride off into the sunset and turn their back on their friends. So many of our married couples, they still hold horse clinics or they hold gatherings at their ranches to invite their friends. 
Um, do they take their ads down? Well, you know what they do? They put a picture of both of them or a picture okay. from their <laughs> wedding, and then they say, you know, we met on Equestrian Singles, and we were married, and, you know, of course, not looking for anything other than friendship. Okay. And right. I, I, I And I did notice that, and you can – you. That that is one of the options. You can be looking for friendship or just somebody to ride your horse with. Right. Exactly. exactly. Riding buddies. Looking yes. for romance, friendship, riding buddies, all of it. And uh, I guess on here in a little bit, we're going to have one of those couples that actually met on your site. That's correct. George and Evelyn Gregory. We're looking forward to getting them on. So, and they, they really exemplify what the site is about. They met on the site. They got married. They stay very involved. They recently competed in the Extreme Mustang Makeover. And they just do so much for the site and the morale of everyone and helping out and benefits for people. They're just terrific. Now, is this something you do by yourself, or do you have employees? Or No, we have employees. Um, we have uh, people that work the site answering customer mail and approving profiles. We have a wonderful technical staff out of Indiana that keeps the site running and purring and a great hosting company. Well, I do have an interesting question. This is one of the questions that Helene and I always, it, it always comes back, and it's, we talked, we've been talking about this for years. Do you have, the question is, do you marry a horse guy or not marry a horse guy when you're a horsewoman? Oh, I think you need to marry a horse guy. And and I say that because I see that in so many profiles, because a lot of people say, you know, I was married before and my husband just didn't understand the amount of time it takes to, you know, be in the world of horses. So I think when you share that common love, you have a really strong foundation that keeps the marriage solid. Well, we both did it wrong then, Helena. You you married a non-horse guy and my wife married a non-horse guy. I know. Well, but she turned you into a horse yeah, guy. Yeah, I was converted. Yeah. But then, you know, there are other relationships that, that do work. But, you know, I think they're very independent and, you know, really love each other and trust each other to go and do their own thing oh, I and think not real I, possessive. I think that's one of the key. And actually, next week, we're actually doing the Horse Husbands episode where we have four or five horse husbands that are going to sit around and talk what it's, about what it's like to be a horse husband. Oh, that's great. So, <laughs> I'll have to catch that show. That sounds great. Yeah, that, that one will be interesting. I, I, I'm not sure I want to participate because I know my wife will listen to it. But um, the question, I, I guess the thing is, if you, if you are married to a non-horse guy or woman, the other way around, is they have to truly have a, their own interest. They truly have to have something they love to do. Exactly. If exactly. they don't, like, they just sit around obsessing about all the time you're not, your spouse is not there. You know what it's similar to? Like if you're involved with someone that's an avid hunter and, you know, deer season starts, dove season starts, and they're gone. And they even make jokes saying, well, I'm a hunter's widow. And I think it's similar that only if you flip it around, it's the woman saying, I'm going on a weekend uh, trail ride with my friends. So it's, it's not that different from someone that's into hunting or someone that's into Golf. horses in, in respect of being out of town and living your own life. Right. That's somebody who's got a passion, an active exactly. passion. And I think just from that, there's an understanding. Well, like you said, whether it's horses or hunting or Golf. cycling, <laughs> there's an understanding. Golf. Right? I'm just saying golf because it takes so much time and true golfers are out there. Yeah, three or four but they times come home week. at night when you're golfing. Oh, that's true. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
wait a minute, true golfers are out there three or four times a week. How many times do we ride a week? Yeah, you a know, lot more than that. Usually. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the nice thing about equestrian singles is that it kind of eliminates that if you're a horse person looking for another horse person on this site, you just, I would anyway, I would assume that the people who post their profiles here are already well, that's a good question. passionate about horses. Is there a lot yeah, of we guys? Recent, we recently did a survey, and I believe it was like over 52% had three or more horses, 27% had two or more horses. So I would say the majority of people that come to our website have a love for horses or they own a horse. And that's even the guys, too? Yes, yep. yes. And it's funny, that's exactly what Oprah said when I was on there. She said, oh, so you don't have to ask, do you like horses? <laughs> right. That's a big thing. Well, come on. When you were, for uh, everybody who's single out there, has horses, you meet somebody new. What, don't, is, doesn't that question kind of hang over your head? What's he going to think of the horses? Right. What's he exactly. going to, or what's she going to feel, how's she going to feel about how much time I spend at the barn? Right. That's a big question. And that, so you don't even have to ask that question when well, you. And usually when you're just starting to date somebody, and I know this from experience, that doesn't know much about horses, having been the person that didn't know much about horses, I was that guy. Um, she says she's into horses and you go, oh, that's nice. And you, you don't understand. Right. It's, you don't have a clue. No, it's not right. until four months later when you're home alone again and uh, she's out at the barn that you start to understand. Not to mention, uh, just, you know, you might as well just leave your checkbook with me because <laughs> <laughs> they're expensive as well. I hadn't noticed that part. <laughs> you also have um, the Equestrian Singles online store with some pretty cute stuff on it. How did that come about? I think someone told us about it. It's something called Cafe Press where you just can go and they set up the whole store yep. for you. You just upload your logos and just, you know, make cute little items. So we did that really before Christmas but left it up and noticed that people from time to time, you know, show up with the cap or the thong or the <laughs> T-shirt. Well, there's a, a maternity T-shirt on there, and it's so cute. It's got your little logo with the two horseshoes, and it says, Thank you, EquestrianSingles.com, right that. where the baby should be. That's exact, that was Jan's idea. I have to give her credit for that one. That was her idea. Well, I definitely cute. recommend that for all you pregnant people out there. Exactly. Well, do we have any idea how many marriages there have been over the years? I would say there are at least, we're approaching probably based on what we did on our fifth anniversary, we, we had, we reached our 1,000 mem, uh, marriage. Wow. And um, so now we're coming up on eight years. So I would say we're, we're probably over 2,000 by now. Oh, my God. And, you know, there's God. also a lot of people, um, like if you look at the success stories, you know, that are engaged or having children and, but, you know, I'm looking at the message board right now, and just on uh, re recent engagement and wedding announcements, I'm seeing um, one couple was married February 14th, 2008, um, just married on January 4th, another couple engaged, another couple ran off to Vegas and got married. <laughs> There's a horse and, chapel there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I be. love the uh, the headlines. Equus Lass is off the market. 
Yeah, yeah, it's cute. <laughs> yeah, a little thing. Star Girl rides off into the sunset with my cowboy. That's a friend on, of mine said we should, we should have U-Haul as one of our sponsors because people, so many people <laughs> from around the country, you know, meet online. There you go. And we always encourage people, don't limit yourself to your own state because you have no idea how many marriages started by people just chatting who are from different states, you know? Mm. Well, tell, for those people out there who had, you know, who have been reluctant to try this or have tried one of the other just general, uh, general dating sites, tell them a little bit about how the membership works and how they can get involved. Well, I think, first of all, you know, our, our members, it's just, it's not like one of your regular big, uh, single site. You mean there's not 48, have... po- 48 points of compatibility, or what is that one? Yeah, exactly. You, there's one. You have to be a horse person. <laughs> but, but we all, you know, our members, for for the most part, I think, you know, we, have, knock on wood, have very, very few problems. And we also have what's called a neighborhood watch program. So if somebody sees somebody sending saying something in the chat room that's not appropriate, we have a zero-tolerance policy. They're gone. Or if somebody sends an email and they're extremely rude, they're gone. So mm. we try to run a tight ship and, you know, just make it a really fun place for people to enjoy themselves, to have friends they can depend on, and, you know, hopefully ride off in the sunset together. Well, that's great. Now, so, And you know what? You can join for free. You, um, okay. How we do it is you post a profile for free. And you can read the message boards. You can, you know, see if there's a get-together you'd like to go to. You can use the chat rooms for free. We're actually having a a Valentine's Day party on Saturday night. We're setting up a special chat room and calling it the Virtual Valentine's Day Party. (laughs) So for free, you can kind of check it out. And then if you want to write to someone... Then you can upgrade to a premium membership and, you know, write to that person. And, you know, we, we, try, we know how much money it costs to have horses, so we really haven't raised our rates in about six years, the, the same as they were six years ago. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Good for you. So they can check out the Valentine's uh, party on Saturday yeah. night just by going to the website? That's right. Just go to equestriansingles.com. You'll have to join because you need a username to get into the chat room. And, you know, come see us. I'll be there with my virtual bottle of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you single at the time you started this? Is that one of the reasons you started it or not? Um, I, I, I was single, and I'm still single. My business partner is married. Um, but, I, you know, I was on this weekend trail ride, and I met this really nice young couple, and I said, how did you all meet? And they said, we were on a trail ride last year, and we met. And then I heard somebody else say, gee, we should get all our single friends together on a trail ride. And from that, it was like, boom, you know, wow, equestriansingles.com. So I didn't really start it, you know, to meet people, but it was just the idea that I thought, what a cool thing that would be to, you know, put people together. You were right. And here you are, (laughs) 85,000 members later. And 11 million page views. I still can't get over it. And over, well on your way to 2,000 matches. That's. I think we're over 2,000 by now. You know, I can't be sure because not everybody, you know, says, hey, we got married. Right. Or, you know, 
I do love it when I hear we had our second child or third child. I mean, that's pretty awesome to think, gosh, one of my ideas is responsible for a child being born, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. And I did notice, too, that you're having a Valentine's special right now as far as memberships are concerned, so it is a good time to check it out. Yep, and they get free bonus months. You buy three months, you get six, three months free. So basically you're getting six months for the price of three or a year for the price of uh, six months. And it's very reasonable. I mean, we only charge twenty nine ninety five for six months. So, you know, divide that six into 30, it's like $5 a month to have a chance to meet the love of your life. Not bad. Oh, that's great. Well, let's get George and Evelyn on. Can you stay on? or? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, yeah, let's get them on and uh, see if we can make all of this work here and talk to somebody who actually did meet and get married on there. Well, hi, George and Evelyn, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Show. Hi. How I'm good to be here. Well, it's so nice of you guys to come on, and it was on fairly short notice, so we appreciate that. Tell us a little bit. We've been talking all about the site, all about EquestrianSingles.com, so tell us a little bit about why. Well, let's start with George. Why did you post there in the first place? Well, I actually did that um, several years ago, I think, about right after uh, Marcia started the site, but I didn't stay on it very long. So I was familiar with it, and I came back to it later on, and I was kind of hoping to find me a cowgirl. <laughs> Did you put that in the headline, Cowgirl Wanted? <laughs> Something close to that. <laughs> and how many responses did you get before Evelyn uh, contacted you? Well, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm bragging, but I got a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Evelyn, before we get to why he picked you out of all of those thousands of responses, um, why did you post on there? Well, I tell you, I started posting on uh, some other sites that were didn't have anything to do with horses or equestrian anything, and I just never found the type of person that I wanted. You know, it, there, I've met some nice people, but not not for me. And then um, uh, when I I seen there was an equestrian singles, well, I uh, I posted on there, and then it was just everybody has what you know what I'm looking for. It's uh, everybody. We all have the same thing in common: our love for horses and and just doing things with horses and horse people. And did you get the thousands of responses like George did? Or? No, he was a little more popular than I was. I was got a gift of gab. Yeah, yeah. So, George, why did you pick hers out? Well, I I, I actually met uh, a few, and and they and, and they everyone said real nice people, but they just didn't quite fit what I wanted. I I wanted. Uh, I wanted someone being close helped, but it was not actually a prerequisite to who I would choose to meet. But <clears throat> she was close to me, about thirty miles away, and and she actually, I, I believe that. Correct me if I'm wrong. You wrote to me first. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and it was just before Christmas time, and I was already uh, pretty well obligated through the holidays, and so I, I kind of put her off until after that, and then. I waited a while, and, and she she didn't hear from me, so she wrote again, and I'm so glad she did. <laughs> it's one of those stories I like to tell that <clears throat> she chased me till I caught her. <laughs> <laughs> but once she did, and we started some dialogue, and, and I realized that, that fundamentally this is, this is what I'm looking for. So it was just a matter of meeting and getting acquainted and seeing if it was the way it seemed to be. 
And did you guys have the opportunity to go out riding together at all during this courtship? Oh, yeah. We, we, we did the typical thing. We met at a restaurant first. And, uh, and then I think the second time I was, we were together, I took her to a four-horse stock show rodeo. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> and then I think after that, our next date was a riding date. Yeah, we we did. We went riding horses together. So, <laughs> so who's the better rider? Uh, probably George. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. She has her actually. She has her style, and she can really get it. She's good on. She's good on a horse. Do you each have horses, or did you have? What's your horse situation like then and now? Then I had no horse. I had had horses all my life, and and uh, but I was at a period where I had sold, and I didn't have a horse. And George had about eight of them at the time, so I had <laughs> I had something to ride. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had horses for years, of course, and uh, I always kept. Uh, actually, I I, I kind of trained horses, so I'd be going through them, and I had plenty for her to ride, and I always. When I invite somebody to ride, I'd always try to find out what their level was, their skill level, and Evelyn's was well enough. She had been a, a barrel racer, so those barrel, those barrel gals could stay on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a lot of women marry guys for the money. Evelyn, you married him for his horses. Yeah, that's, that's what it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. That's the way the world should work. That's right. What kind of horse do you have? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's replaced the what sign are you? That's yes, right. yes. Right. Yeah, or what kind of car, you know, it's. Of course, right. it could be what kind of pickup and horse trailer, but no, no. Right. First, what kind of horse, then maybe what kind of truck. Right, right. So now, how so, long did you date before you got married? We dated actually about, oh gosh, George, was it like seven months? Something like that. Yeah, we about, it was about seven months, and then we, we got married, and... And and we just uh, we the thing about us is uh, we work together, and of course you know we live together, work together, and we ride together and train together, so we get along pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to. Yeah. Now, do you work together on um, the Mustang Heritage Foundation Trainer Incentive Program? Do you, is that something you guys do together? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tell us a little bit about that, because I think that's a pretty pretty cool thing. <clears throat> oh, it is. Go ahead, George. You want to? Well, Evelyn has a, a gentler nature, and she's she's uh, patient. So she does the groundwork. She spends a lot of time just getting acquainted with the horses and getting their trust and and getting to know what we can expect from them. And then once she's got them working on the ground pretty good and I kind of get involved with her and we move it on to the riding stage and that's where I actually get really involved. And these are Mustangs that are off the range, off the wild? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. The the, the ones we generally work with right now are coming from Nevada and they're they're good horses. Uh, You know, it it kind of bothers me sometimes. I'll, I'll just suggest to somebody, they'll say, I want a horse. And I say, how about a Mustang? And they just, they act as though you, you've thrown cold water on the program. And, right. uh, <laughs> yeah. but, and it's just simply because they don't realize uh, what a Mustang can be like. And, yeah, they don't, they don't know that they are, they're more trusting than, we can actually, we've got about 11 horses out at our place, and uh, uh, we walk out there, and our, our domesticated horses that were born, you know, in a barn and everything, they will come up to you if you have feed. Our Mustangs, 
that have gotten attached to us and trust us, you walk out there, they'll just come to you. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, they, they just, it's just a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the first ones up when we, mm-hmm. when we go out to Mustangs. We have five Mustangs right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. So My Mustang, I have a little Mustang. She's just about two years old now that I adopted at the last Extreme Mustang makeover, and she's the same way. The minute I go outside, she comes right up to me. Yeah. Well, t- tell us about the Extreme Mustang makeover. What's that? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is a trip, man. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, started off being, uh, you know, the catchy thing of being 100 horses, 100 trainers in 100 days and show up in Fort Worth and compete. And last year they expanded it a little bit, and I don't think they were as satisfied with it as they were the year before. So this year we understand in talking to the uh, Mustang Heritage people, they're going to go back to 100 horses, 100 trainers, and 100 days. And we both hope to be involved in it. But they give you a horse, so you, you go you go to the, uh, the holding facility, and they you get the one they give you. It's, it's kind of a lottery. And you have 100 days to train that horse and, and then take it and perform on it. And uh, it's it's... It's intense, and it takes a lot of time, but it's the most satisfying thing I think I've ever done on a horse. Wow. What do you do when you're done with it, What when you're all done with the program? Well, we, we adopted ours. We brought them home, and they're, they're probably now the, 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 the two that we, we treat as our pets. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're very special because they were, came from a special time in our life. Uh-huh. Well, so now, just out of curiosity, because I haven't done much research recently on the whole Mustang population, are they more populated out there? Are they having problems with it? Are they getting scarcer in the wild? What's the story on that? Well, Marcia, you probably got more inside in Well, uh, recently, you know, they were they were overpopulated, and at one point there was even some talk by the BLM government that they were going to start euthanizing them. Well, that, as you can imagine, just... There was a public outrage about that. And then at the very last minute, um, Pickens, what what is her first name, George? Oh, the the Texas um, T. Boone Pickens' wife. Yes, exactly. She stepped up and she said, I will take all, I think there were 30,000 Mustangs that were in danger, and that she will adopt them and put them on a reserve and save them. So last I heard... You know, she was looking for like a million acres to house them, and she really came to the rescue. You could fox hunt on a million acres, Alina. <laughs> you know what? I would just be happy to be in the presence of these Mustangs. I, this is one reason why I don't like living on the East Coast. I, you know, can you guys get some of these Mustangs out here in the East Coast? You know, we don't have access to um, these you kind know, of You know, you should really talk to Patty Colbert. She runs the Mustang Heritage Foundation. I believe it's mustangheritagefoundation.org. And see if there's anything in the Northeast that's coming up. I know they. this is the first time they've expanded it to Florida, and um, I'm not sure how that's working. And there may be something up closer to you. Yeah, so that's okay. the person to talk to. The problem is getting enough people that are willing to, you know, spend 100 days and take the horse right. and put in the time and the energy and, and to compete. And it also has to be worth their while because at the end of the event, they offer these horses for adoption. And usually the ones in the top 10 finalists 
I mean, they can go anywhere from $1,000 to $50,000. So that's how they really make money to fund these events and fund, you know, having these trainer incentive programs. So they, you know, it's a matter of who's going to step up to the plate and do it and train the horse well enough that people are going to pay a lot of money for the horse. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's right. it's clear to see that the passion that George and Evelyn shares come together through this this program. I mean, it's it's almost like listening to you, the two of you talk about these Mustangs. It's like how could you not have met and get married? It's almost. <laughs> Divine. <laughs> yeah, right. No, we fit together like a hand glove on a hand. It's uh, we we share the same philosophies on so many things, and particularly on the horses, and uh, that's important. All that's right, important. now, so I got an answer. I, I'm the one that's known for asking the wacky <laughs> questions, and I have one. Okay. Uh, so, do you watch when you start dating through a site like this? And I've never done that, so that's why I'm asking the question. Do you watch when each other takes their ads down to see if it's serious? <laughs> yeah, you have to be honest here. Uh, why don't you go with that? One? Uh, <laughs> go ahead, George. <laughs> well, certainly you, <laughs> you you start paying attention to that, and then I think one of the, the big uh, signs that that things are the way you want them to be is when they give you their password to their. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> that's that's serious. Yeah, because you that always see everybody that's ever written to him. Then, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. what's go writing to him? It's a good way to check up. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So you'll so, be on profiles a lot of times. I'm off the market. I've met the one, or I've met the guy, or um, and you know, here's a funny little anecdote. There's one um, member who's been on probably since the beginning, a very handsome rancher, um, and. I can always tell if he's single or if he's available because that profile comes up and down, you know, <laughs> several times a year. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people tend to want to paint themselves a little different than they are. You know, you know yourself no. most of that. They'll put pictures on there that are 10 years old and... Uh, you know, the flower that which is which is okay. You're not gonna sit there and say I'm not I'm not detractive and I'm not a good person, so you're gonna say what's good about you. Right. <laughs> and so one thing you look for when you're looking at those things is somebody that is honest after you meet them. Mm-hmm. Are right. they what they said they were? Right. And, and you can that tell was, like, is it difficult to read these people when you meet them? Like can you tell within the first five minutes that they were just kinda it was a big trick or I I can, but I feel like I I can I'm pretty good with people, you know, kind of you know getting a take on them. But uh, it doesn't take long to uh, to figure out if the people are sincere about what they're portraying to be. <laughs> yeah, when you first meet them, if they you know if they're not the first giveaway is is their photographs or the pictures, and if they don't you know even resemble what what they present themselves as, that that's a good sign that they're not be telling the truth about something else. Yeah, right. talk about exactly. Photoshop. This is where you have to be careful. Yeah. To Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, it's been great having you on, and I'm glad we got to talk about the Mustang Heritage Foundation as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's uh, that's actually a topic that we wanted to tackle sometime this year. So we may have you back to talk about the whole Mustang program and 
uh, to get somebody from the found, you know, the whole, we want to talk about the whole subject and, mm-hmm. uh, I doubt we're going to be able to get Mrs. Pickens on, but we, we can try. I just want to say one more thing yes. too, because I always tell people this. I love the fact that Evelyn wrote to George and, you know, so many times I'll receive an email saying, you know, what's wrong with my profile? People aren't writing to me. And so I say, well, who are you writing to? No one. And I think it's important. I think, you know, it's, it's okay for women to write to a man and say, hey, I noticed your profile. Because believe it or not, a lot of guys are shy about that. So That's right. That's right. It doesn't hurt to reach out if you're a woman. That's, That's right. And Evelyn and George are the perfect example of why it's worth it to take the risk. Oh yeah, it was a good, it was a good thing. <laughs> well, yeah. great. All right, guys. Well, we thanks appreciate, for having us, Glenn. Yeah, we appreciate you all being on, and it's been a lot of fun. Oh, I'm grinning from ear to ear. I'm such a romantic. I am just. <laughs> She's still looking at the <laughs> pictures of, of the guys on the thing there. Oh, yeah, there's a hottie in here. Married, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Now, you got to be careful. I'm having your husband on the the horse husband show next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I was telling him we're having a Valentine's Day party in the chat room Saturday night, a virtual Valentine's Day party. So we'll see how that goes. And He's I never tried that, that before. I noticed that oh, on the uh, board there uh, for upcoming events, there's actually in Georgia, there's a Valentine's ride on Saturday. So uh-huh. there's a sweetheart ride, or I think that's what it was. Wow. Called. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so that's great. Well, guys, it's equestriansingles.com. Go check it out. And, you know, if you're married, you can still participate in the boards and, and all of that. So it's available to you. We have a section called equestrianfriends.com on the message board, which we merge the two websites. And that's particularly for people who are married or don't feel comfortable, you know, posting on a single site. There is a separate area for equestrianfriends.com. All right. Great. All right. Thanks, Thanks a George lot. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a lot of fun. This is always one of my favorite episodes just because it's just a, it's just a fun time to goof around and, and uh, talk to nice people like that. I want to go out there and, and meet George and Evelyn. I know. They sound you, so, I don't know, perfect I know. You just other. want to sit. They're probably just great to sit around and have a barbecue with. I know. <laughs> and they're so passionate about what they do, and they sound so sweet. Yes. And we had neighbors that had Mustangs, and they were great. I mean, we used to trail ride with them all the time. Uh, so not all the stories you hear about wild mustangs are, are true. I mean, yeah, I'm guessing that most of the stories you hear about wild mustangs aren't true. Correct. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the barn works. That's right. Do you need a print advertisement for your local trade magazine? How about the omnibus? If you want tastefully designed graphics that represent the professionalism of your business, we suggest you contact the barn works. This small marketing firm knows design horses, and how to put them together to bring new business in your front door. The design team at the Barnworks works hard to listen to your needs and deliver graphics, logos, websites that are timely, contemporary, and elegant. For a preview of their work, visit www.thebarnworks.com. Not only do they deliver quality service, but they can do it on whatever budget you have to work with. That's the Barnworks, marketing services for equestrians like you. 978 468-5167. That's 978-468-5167. Or visit them online at www.thebarnworks.com. 
Hey, and we appreciate the Barn Works being a sponsor of the show. It's thanks to our sponsors that we're here every week. So we do appreciate that. And now we're getting on to to a fun another fun interview for the day. Uh, and you had never you had never heard of Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls. Nope. Okay. No, I well, would have remembered that. Well, if you search for Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls, you'll find them. Um, you probably find a lot of other things too if you do that search. It's actually at jimmysballs.com. And that's J-I-M-M-Y-S-B-A-L-L-S dot com. I just want you all to know that I am working really hard to keep it together. (laughs) (laughs) So Uncle Jimmy's a great guy, and I really do want to get him on. He's been doing this for years, and it is one of the most popular treats uh, I know in America. Now he's overseas, too, I think. Uh, And I think the name has a lot to do with it. It, I think a lot of people started to buy him as gag gifts at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. And then they found out their horses liked him. So... (laughs) So it is it is a very popular item and uh and most people don't realize that that do buy Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls that there is an Uncle Jimmy. And we have him on the line now. Uncle Jimmy. How hey, are you? Hey, how are you doing? Good. Not too shabby. <laughs> hey, it's great to have you on the show. We have met a couple times before at trade shows and it was a lot we had so much fun. So this is just a, a treasure to be on our especially our Valentine episode. To have you on. Well, it's my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure, Glenn, being on uh, Horse Radio Network. I'm, I'm I'm very honored to be on. Well, good. Tell us a little bit about you. Got it now. Helena had. I couldn't believe it, but Helena's never heard of Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls. Nope. Holy nope. mackerel! <laughs> I know. I'm new to this whole thing. Well, you know, we New Yorkers, we live a sheltered life. <laughs> well, so. then you got to see my buns too. That's right. You. <laughs> I mean, a... I got. That's fairly I've new. I've got isn't my it? squeezy buns. And I got my balls, so I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> now, you don't really need to tell us much else. <laughs> so that is a fairly – the squeezy buns are a fairly new product, right? Yes, sir. Uh, we came up with this um, – we've been working on it for a while, but uh, we wanted to get into the hand treat part of the, the uh, uh, horse industry. Oh, so you uh, feed the squeezy buns with the hands? Yeah, well, uh, no. I try to tell you instead of losing a finger, put them in the uh, in the feed dish and let them okay. eat them that way. All right. <laughs> so tell us but, how, uh, how did uh, Jimmy's hanging balls start? Well, I have horses myself, so I was tired of watching them raking their teeth and stall walking and cribbing and all the good stuff they do when they get uh, bored in a stall, and there wasn't a product out there that was doing it. And um, I said, what could be better than a ball of grain? And I came up with it and um, met with some fine folks at Newcastle Candy in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. And uh, we became partners, and that's the rest is history. And the, But the name, I mean, did you have a tough time selling it to tax shops at first? Uh, actually, I started out by making my phone calls, and I'd say, Hi, this is Uncle Jimmy of J.C. Quarter Horses, and I got a new product called Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls. Click. <laughs> and I said, My God, I must got that off. <laughs> and I'd call back, and finally he saw me at a trade show and said, My God, you're for real. <laughs> I said, Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's how it went from there, once the trade shows. And then we won awards on it. So who was your first customer? Um, Actually, it was, I believe, Griff's in Florida. Okay. And that was the first tax shop that turned around and says, okay, we'll we'll order them. I went, you will? 
<laughs> now I have to make yeah. some. <laughs> so I stopped all my calls and I called everybody under the sun. And I said, I just made my first sale, you know, so. Um, how long ago was that? Two and a half years ago. Okay, uh, these, so not so long. These not, things not, have become very popular, though. Well, I now have, uh, I guess, about six distributors in the United States. We have four in Canada. And we leave for England on this coming Saturday, uh, where we're going to be um, at the Beta Show, uh, British Equestrian Show, and we will be talking to several distributors. Uh, so we're going to go international with this now. Wow, that's great! So now, did when you first started this, I know you probably hoped it would take off, uh, and uh, did you think about the name when you did the name? Did you think, oh, should I do this or not? Knowing you, you probably just did it. I mean, <laughs> my partners always say that we come up with a name and then we put a product to fit it. I don't know. I <laughs> no. Actually, there was there was a couple names we looked at, and uh, one of them that we looked at, and it was Uncle Jimmy's horse balls. But actually, it was taken. Oh, okay. And um, so I said, "Well, by God, we're just going to go with Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls." and Everyone said, well, okay. <laughs> so, and it was a good thing. It really was. It's a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun with people. Um, I love going to the trade shows and talking to everyone. Uh, they, they, they really, uh, they know it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's meant for, for just, and that's about the way it went. And uh, so it's worked for us. So what, what's actually tell us what uh, what the what the hanging balls consist of? Uh, it is the grain that I give my horses. It's the sweet feed I give my horses. Um, I thought if I was going to make a product, I might as well give give people what I give my own horses, and it's a special blend that we use. And in uh, uh, the everyone asks me what's the binder on it, and I keep telling them it's super glue, but they don't want to believe it. Uh, actually, it's it's uh, a corn syrup based sugars. And it's a process that uh, we developed to hold it together. Our our scientific test on it is throwing them on the concrete. If they don't break, they're a good ball. We can sell them, and uh, that's that's really the truth. You know, so we like throw that. them it's on simple. the concrete. Yeah, it's, so, it's very sim simple. It's you don't have to spend a lot of money on uh, scientific testing that way. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but we have gone through a lot of work trying to get them, uh, get them exactly right. You know, they're not, they're very difficult to make, uh, if you want to do them right. Now, did they come uh, with the string? Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, the string is, uh, is part of the process. It's shut up through when it's in the molding process. Okay. So How do you, what's the best way to hang them from the stall? I know sometimes if you hang it from the wall, it, it just kind of rolls back and forth on the wall. What what do you recommend to do? Where do you put this? You don't want to hang it near a wall um, because I keep telling people, you can get, my horses get about three weeks, three and a half weeks to these balls if you free, let them free swing. Um, you can go on my website and I uh, you can see the, the uh uh, pictures of the horses actually playing with them and as long as it's free swinging it's like uh bobbing for an apple they can't actually get a hold of it they can get pieces of it that's it okay but they keep trying because basically it's candy yeah candy and grain yep. candy and mm -hmm. grain that's right. that's right. what it is i think it's right. appropriate that i didn't know that part that it's actually made by a candy company yes 
Yes, that's that's. that's uh, in fact, it was my daughter turned around and come up and said, "Dad, I got the, the corn syrup solid. Use corn syrup solid." And I said, "Okay, where do I find it?" She said, "A confectionery." So I called the first one in my uh, hometown, and it was happened to be Newcastle Candies. So you're going to have a, a different flavor? You're going to have chocolate hanging balls soon for the horses? or? Uh, no, I don't think so. Chocolate's not good for animals. So. <laughs> right, right. What's your most However, popular we, flavor? Um, actually, all the horses, uh, they have uh, a test from England, and they said that there's two uh, flavors that they choose most. One is a fenugreek. Yep. And another one is banana. I heard and we about have a new, Yeah, and we have a new product coming out. It's going to fit um, one of our competitors' uh, products. And we are going to bring out fenugreek, which is going to be the first person to bring it out, and banana. Um, and that will be coming out. It will have its debut actually on uh, Saturday. I didn't know the banana and, thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do um, they eat, will they actually eat bananas? Yeah, I I read that in uh, in a scientific study in England. It, it, some countries actually will turn around and give them bananas, and they love them. Huh. So that's the flavor we're going to have, and. Um, You'll hear it first right now. The name of the new product is going to be. Oh, no. Here it comes. <coughs> Uncle Drum Jimmy's roll. Licking Thing. <laughs> you heard it first, folks. Yes, right here. Is it going to be Jimmy. shaped like a banana? No, sir. Oh. It's not. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to was... fit into a dispenser. <laughs> I was picturing the holder. Of course you were, but... <laughs> I think we need to get on one of his own hanging balls. He needs, obviously, something to do with his time. <laughs> well, Jimmy, tell people where they, can, where they can check you out. They can get on www.whatelsejimmysballs.com. <laughs> and you know what? And, uh, I they... highly advise you go to jimmysballs.com and don't do a Google search because it's interesting, <laughs> the things you find. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, if you do go to the website, there's a wonderful, um, if you click on retailers, there's a great map that shows all of the um, retailers that carry the product. Is that right, Jimmy? Yes, uh, there is. In fact, we're, we're adding to them as, as often as we can. Um, we're, so, we're getting swamped with so many stores now, it's, it's hard to keep up with them, but we're, we're, we're trying at it, uh, to get it done right. So Good, and I know um, you can mail order them through SmartPak as one of the companies I know that has them. SmartPak, definitely. SmartPak is a, is a good bunch of kids that, uh, uh, well, we all met together up, right. up in uh, Richmond, I guess it was. Right, and, yep. uh, very, very good group of people. Yep. Very good group. All right, Uncle Jimmy. It's been a pleasure having you on. And uh, anytime you bring out a bring out a product, you just let me know, and we'll have you back on. I'm gonna have to go out and get my horses. Uh... I know you're gonna have to get them. Now you're gonna have to get them a, a hanging ball. You're gonna have to get them a what's the bun thing? Uh, Uncle Jimmy squeezy bun. Squeezy bun. And now you're gonna have to get them a. The third one is Uncle Jimmy's licking, licking thing. Licking thing. <laughs> Where All do right, I start? Uncle Jimmy, have a good one. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, I told you he was fun. Wow. <laughs> I won't forget him. <laughs>
He's an airline pilot. He flies you around. <laughs> what a great guy. Well, you know, he's he's made a name for himself. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> there's, there's some intellect there. You know, and, the guy's got it going on. And his squeezy buns and his hanging balls and uh, everything else. Oh, God. All right. Well, it's the Valentine's episode. What do you want? <clears throat> okay. This week on, the, uh, on our other shows on the Horse Radio Network, on the Eventing Radio Show, we had a bunch of eventing news, and we had an interview with the godfather of eventing, Bruce Davidson. Uh, he was in a way he was actually doing a speech that night. We caught him before the speech and got to spend about 20 minutes with him. But I'll tell you what, with Bruce, you could spend days. He just has more stories to tell. You guys are getting some real big names on the eventing radio show. Well, uh, you know, our, my co-host, Chris, knows everybody. <laughs> Doesn't hurt to have a co-host who knows everybody. Knows everybody in the horse world. So uh, it was very nice to have him on, and we appreciate him doing that. And I also wanted to mention a special episode we did last week. Uh, we call it the Red Hills episode. Uh, Red Hills was an event down in uh, Florida that it was a real big event. and a CCI event. And actually, they canceled because of lack of entry. So... We had them on explaining why they did that, and we were able to put the special episode out within two days of them making that announcement. And we also had Joe Whitehouse on, who is the head of the U.S. United States Eventing Association, talking about what the future for eventing holds and is there going to be more problems this year with other events. In terms of being canceled? Yeah, and, and there are many events now that are on the line that, that aren't getting the entries like they did. It's, you know, <clears throat> we talked to... Uh, the organizers down at Red Hills, and I just talked to another eventer today on the phone who's down in Ocala who says half the barns out down there are empty when they usually wow. have 30 horses at them. Wow. She went south. She's an international professional eventer, and she went south, usually gets down with 12 to 14 students and horses. She's down there with three this year. Oh. So it, it's it's a tough year. It's going to be a tough year, and, and I encourage you to listen to that show. It was very interesting. We also had Amy Tryon on, who's an international inventor, talking about the West Coast and what it's like out there because she lives in Washington. So Great. Well, I'll be listening. And on the 2010 radio show this week, we got an update on the games and the preparations all over Lexington. We talked to one of the reporters here from the local newspaper who did a story on that and talked about, gave us an update on every part of the games, what's on track, what's not on track, what's Lexington have done, what don't they have done, what's not going to get done because of the economy. So the economy is also affecting the 2010 games in, in many ways as well. And we also took a look at the sport of dressage in our uh, Getting to Know the Discipline series. And we had the managing director for the, uh, for, of dressage for the United States Equestrian Federation on with us. His name is Gil Merrick, and he talked a little bit about how dressage is going to work at the 2010 Games. So you can check that out at 2010radioshow.com. So be sure to listen next week as we had that show we've talked about. It's the Horse Husbands episode with no women allowed. Uh, and then the week after that will be followed up by the Horse Women episode with no men allowed. So give us a preview of who our, our hosts are going to be well, besides actually, yourself. I'm going to keep some of that a mystery. Your husband's going to be one of them. Uh, right. We have the gentleman that we talked to actually from equestrianlife.com. If you remember talking to him, he's going to be on with us because uh, he's also a horse husband who actually then got into being a rider and a shower. Right, right. Uh, and he was also a horse father, so we have that us other aspect of it. And we're also trying to get, I don't know if we're going to accomplish this, but we're trying to get the husband of an international eventer on, who's not, oh. a, who's not a rider, uh, but obviously is very, <laughs> very much a player in the horse husband world because he has to put up with his wife being gone a lot. 
That sounds like a very rare species. Does one actually exist? Yes, one actually exists. And we'll see if we can get him on the show. Apparently, he's a little shy, so we're working on that. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> so okay. we have a we have a lot. Oh, and we also have the gentleman we had on a couple years ago. He's a veterinarian out of Colorado who wrote oh. the horse husband's book. He was great. Yes, he's coming on with us as well. So we have, and this is going to be the first time that we, well, we just did it here a little bit ago, but it's going to be the first time that for the whole show, we're going to have us all on. So it's going to be sort of a roundtable gab session. Okay. So we're interested to see how that goes, uh, you know, and if if it goes well, then you and I have talked about having several guests on, maybe, you know, getting four or five big name riders on at the same time and, and just doing it more as a gab session than an interview. And I just think that would be a lot of fun. So we'll see how that goes as well. Hey, it's a free radio show. We can do whatever yeah, we want. It's our radio show. We can do whatever we want. So uh, check out our show notes at stablescoop.com with all the links for today's show. And we also want your feedback. Please send us uh, emails at geeks, G-E-E-K-S, at horseradionetwork.com. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, or what you'd like to hear coming up. And you can also do that by voicemail, and we'll actually play it on the show at 270-803-0025. And we thank our sponsors, uh, who uh, without them, we wouldn't have a show, and that's The Barn Works. And you can find them at thebarnworks.com, or you can check out the Webmanship Clinic at webmanshipclinic.com, coming up on March the 2nd. Well, normally, Helena, I'm not sure what we're going to do here, because normally I say we'll see you again next week, but you won't be here. Well, I'll be around the corner listening in. Hey, why don't you say... <laughs> Why don't you say, my husband will be here with the scoop? Well, that'll work. That'll work. All right, here we go. All right. All right, Helena, we'll see you next week. When my husband will be here with the scoop. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to... <laughs> what are you listening to? <laughs> Sorry. To start over? <laughs> Do over. Oh, you got me all messed up with all the... All right, this. that one's gone in the blooper reel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready? I need to start a blooper reel.